You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has concluded its two-day meeting in the last hour or so. Let's find out what happened with Nazmira Muller, who's the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. Over to you, Nazmira. What did they decide? Good afternoon, Lindsay. The Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee decided to cut interest rates by 25 basis points at their July meeting. I think this was largely in line with market expectations. Yes, and I suppose in line with the data that's coming out of South Africa, i.e. a plunge in retail sales, inflation at the last print anyway, albeit retrospective down at 2.1%, growth is non-existent. So 25 basis points, was that just a little bone for the market or do you think it might actually be meaningful or do you think they're saying we're tailing off now, that's the end of it? I think the Saab is near the end of their cutting cycle. I think you'd need to see the inflation outlook come down even further from here in order for there to be more than another 25 basis points left in this cycle. But it does look as though that 2.1% print is the last we'll see at that sort of level for quite a while because of base effects and the oil price rising and all sorts of other things. Would you not say that was the case? I think 2.1 is going to prove the bottom. Mm. The question is how quickly it rises. We think that the June number could still be, sorry, the July number could still be around 2.3%, so still fairly low. Um, before it heads up slowly through the year. We know that food prices are rising. There is some food inflation pressure coming through. It's it's controllable, but there is some food inflation coming through. So the big question for me is what are the rental surveys going to look like? Because I can imagine StatsSA really struggling to get the rental data correct. And I think there's a fair bit of deflation on that side. Okay. What was the commentary surrounding this decision, please, Naz? So on the inflation outlook, they said that the risks to the forecast are balanced, whereas last time around they said the risks were on the downside. So I think the Saab is very much signalling that they're near the end of the cycle. Yes, indeed. Do they give any other nuggets of information for us, for example, their growth prospects and other indicators pertaining to the macroeconomy? So they lowered their growth forecasts a little bit from the May MPC meeting. They now have a contraction of 7.3% in GDP for this year, which is just enormous. I mean, that's the biggest contraction since the 20s. So I think that the growth number is weaker. The inflation numbers are slightly lower than expected. Um, The output gap is widening in their forecast for next year. So I I don't think they see much source of inflationary pressures coming through, um, but they do see a very weak economy. Lizzie, they also went out of their way to talk about um, the fiscal risks that the very steep yield curve in the bond market is um, highlighting, which I think is quite important. You know, I think the Saab's gotten to the point of saying we've done a lot but we can't do that much more. We need the rest of government act. We need a consolidation in the fiscus to come through. Interesting to see the market reaction. It's almost as though the market was expecting a flat liner, but we've got uh, the South African 10-year yield at 9.10. It was 9.70 just about two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, So there's a big rally there and also a rally in the rand. So, uh, So the market seemed to like this one. I think the market did like this one. I think there was some question about whether they would do more than 25, and the fact that they haven't has provided some comfort. It also lends weight to their very strong statements that while they stand ready to um, participate in the secondary market um, in terms of buying bonds to provide liquidity, they will not be looking to directly fund the deficit. 
Were there any mentions of two things? Number one, the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and the proliferation of new cases in South Africa. And number two, overseas markets and their movements. So the COVID pandemic is unavoidable at this stage. I don't think you release forecasts of a 7.3% GDP contraction without talking about COVID a fair bit. So, yes, that was definitely a part of their um, discussion. Well, the economic impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic figured very centrally in the discussion. Um, But they also talked about international markets being quite supportive and favorable and um, risk on at this point in time, but that this could change over the course of the next six months. And that was something they're keeping an eye on. Very good. Nazmira, thank you very much for your time. That was Nazmira Muller, the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.